Welcome to Requiem of the Outcast. This month we are the official hosts for the first annual Star Wars Fanworks Audio Award Show. We beat out Star Wars on direct and even Chrono Radio for this honor, and it truly is. Uh, we'll be presenting awards and interview clips brought to us by Nathan Butler. That uh, music's really great, Rich. Yeah, I want it for my next disco party. <laughs> no, really, it's wonderful. Why, thank Hi. you. I play that crap Ron? in my car. <laughs> they have an XM radio station for it. What are you talking about? That's great music. I like it, man. You know what, Janine? They've got an XM radio station for polka. That doesn't mean I want to listen to it. They have one for big 80s hair bands. I like listening to that one. All right, we are here today because we, of course, as the intro stated, we are the official hosts for the official Star Wars Fanworks.com Star Wars Internet Fan Audio Awards. Dun, da, da, da. Yay! Thank you, Ron. <laughs> confetti, yes. confetti, confetti. Which, by the way, you ungrateful people, we didn't win. <coughs> but you know, we we got votes, and and to me, getting some of the votes over Digital Llama, which is an amazing show, and Chrono Radio, that to me, you know, getting those votes over those guys, that that means a lot to me because I it know that's a personal victory. Hey, Rich, I just want to say something. What's that? Every year, Mickey Mouse gets like 3% of the vote for president. You know what? That's 3% more than I did, and I didn't even run. What I'm saying is, anybody can get votes, my friend. Uh. We are big, fat losers, which obviously, you know... You guys are destroying my dream of this show. (laughs) We're supposed to be an award-winning show. Why? Bring all day. Mine finally rings. <laughs> That's great. It's great. Why did you the opening? Hi, Nathan. How you doing? We're recording the show right now. Uh, hey, how you doing? <laughs> hey, Big Mo. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> all right, man. Bye. All right, that was Nathan Butler telling us that he has finally completed all of the interviews that we will be playing. There were a few people we were worried that we wouldn't be able to get their reactions to them winning the awards, but fortunately, we were able to get all of them, which, of course, you will be hearing throughout uh, this episode. You'll be hearing their reactions to winning the awards. But more importantly, there will be full interviews that will be available on StarWarsFanWorks.com where Nathan talks to the people about their, uh, you know, what motivated them. If you're a fan of the genre, I would really suggest going out and checking, uh, checking all those out. And they will be released once a week or once a month. Or once a something. Once a, once a ish. I believe that really follows under the ish category. Uh, <laughs> now, we're hoping that we won't have any costume mishaps. Uh, we, of course, are festooned in our finest uh, tuxedos, which really uh, translate well over the radio, as well as uh, uh, Janine, who's wearing a lovely uh, ensemble. She's wearing um, a leather bustier with button-on cups in certain places. And which Ron re- keeps trying to grab at them. I don't know what that's all about. Well, I'm just angry because that was supposed to be my costume. By the way, my, my tuxedo is a beautiful powder blue uh, with ruffles. He let me pick it up. Yes. <laughs> His costume is provided to us by the Joe's uh, Tuxedo Emporium and Pizza Shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, we're going to jump into the awards. We're going to start off with the Founder's Choice Awards. The Founder's Choice Series is a group of awards meant to recognize outstanding early achievements in the birth of the Star Wars fan audio genre in the years from 1998 to 2002. These projects were deemed worthy of recognition, but were not eligible for the FAAA or FPC, the fan, <laughs> Nathan, it's damn abbreviations, uh, the uh, Fan Audio Academy Awards or the uh, the FPCA uh, series as they were released before 2003. The, oh. what's, what's the FPCA, Rich? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, not a the clue, fan, huh? <laughs> fan participation, no, fan people choice awards? I don't know. It's maybe the FPCA. It's, maybe it's the, the Fans people, People's Choice Awards. The Fans People? That's fans, like going to an ATM machine. Fans, or, or maybe it's the, maybe it's the uh, Fanworks People's Choice Awards. Probably what it is. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, as, <coughs> excuse me, the uh, Fanworks uh, People's Choice Awards Or maybe series it means Fanworks People Can't Add or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. For the illiterately arithmetic, arithmetic. <laughs> right. If you if you can add, you can't you can't vote. 
which explains the Florida-like fiasco when it came to tallying all <laughs> yes, the votes. It does. But we're not eligible for the Fan Audio Academy Awards, nor the FanWorks People's Choice Awards series, as they were released before 2003. Awards were chosen directly by FanWorks founder Nathan P. Butler. This series is a one-time event which will not be repeated in subsequent years because they've already been covered. We're going to start off with the most influential radio talk show. It was actually a tie. It was Jedi Talk and Digital Llama Radio. Jedi Talk had featured a uh, parody series, uh, Stormtrooper Bob, and of course Digital Llama Radio um, was created originally to help promote the fan film uh, The Formula. Now the most groundbreaking parody was Star Wars The Radio Play, the first ever Star Wars fan audio parody production. Uh, it's a wonderful little program, and it's, um, I don't really have any facts about it, so it's a wonderful little program. <laughs> I don't know what it is, I don't know how to say anything about it, but it's wonderful. <laughs> something, but I was like, oh wait, that's for something else. <laughs> uh, the greatest multicultural effort is the Star Wars On Direct French Edition, as of course it was originally brought to us uh, in French from the uh, Canucks of the North. And the final category under the Founders' Choice Awards was the most original early production, Star Wars the Musical. If you have Yay! not heard that, definitely check it out. It is a great, great little program. And, of course, you can listen to, um, to all of these at StarWarsFanWorks.com. I really suggest checking those out if you're really interested in the fan audio community. Mm. Apparently I'm doing my Shatner acting. <laughs> Well, what, what else do we have on the, uh, <laughs> the list? Rich community. <laughs> Next is the. See, I can't even talk in his iambic pentameter. It's so whacked out. Damn my pentameter, man. <laughs> <laughs> the People's Choice Awards. <laughs> the People's Choice Awards. The PCAs are determined by online polling, open to anyone registered on the boards. Of course, that was the GalacticSenate.com boards. They reflect the choices of both listeners and creators who are also listeners and are a one-time event held in 2004. Votes were tabulated this afternoon to include both the online polls and emailed votes from those with posting problems. Of course, a lot of this becomes kind of like the, the popularity contest that is the, uh, typically the VMAs, the MTV Music Awards, and others like it. However, we will find that most of these, the People's Choice Awards, actually mirror the Academy Awards. The best radio show host uh, is Christopher Hannell of Digital Llama 2.0. Or as we say, Digital Yama. Or Digital Yama. <laughs> the Wonder Yama, producer of Money Python and the Holy Grail. Geeks and nerds of all ages, stay tuned to your computers. It's Digital Llama Radio version 2.0. This is Christopher Hamill with you. Coming up after our last show with Abe, Steve, Josh, and CJ, I had to get a few words of my own, and I took a microphone to Gen Con 2003, Indianapolis, Indiana, had a chat with Ray Park about some Jedi fights, Jeremy Bullock, Mr. Bella Fett himself, talks about the Jedi Hunter, Gamers the Movie, Dead Gentleman Productions, talking a little bit about their wares, and some of the Klingons walking the halls, had a few words for them as well. Also listen to part two of Digital Llama Radio, where we talk with Jeff Yankee, Josh Griffin, both of TheForce.net. We talk hyperspace, Star Wars Galaxies, a few episode three spoilers for you, and a couple other surprises for you as well. Stay tuned. Digital Lama Radio 2.0. Best radio show composition. And the winner is Chrono Radio, of course, brought to us by Nathan Butler. Best radio show would be Requiem of the Outcast. No, it's not. Would you read it right? Where's the write-in vote? It was... <laughs> People actually go to the boards and read what was posted, they'll notice a slight discrepancy. <laughs> All right, with Mighty Oak Butler won once Mom. again with Chrono Freaking Radio. That's how, it's <laughs> That's how it shall be forever known, Chrono Freaking Radio. <laughs> By, <laughs> <Mom. CFR. laughs> By Mo Butler or Mob. Mob. <laughs> FanWorks.com presents Continuity In Star Wars, it has become inescapable. Comics entwined with novels, influencing films, giving birth to games and alternate worlds. Fandom It makes a community, a family, 
out of all ages, genders, religions, races, and creeds. We, fellow Star Wars fans, form the heart of that community. Be aware of spoilers ahead, for we will discuss without censorship. Be aware of possible profanity ahead, for we will debate without pulling punches. And be aware of the logical, fair, and balanced program to come, for it may actually cause you to use your brain. Welcome, my mature and learned fellow fans, to the Star Wars Continuity Buffs Internet Radio Show, Chrono Radio. Moving on to the People's Choice Awards for audio parodies. Best actor in an audio parody, Michael Smith, who played various characters in Tatooine TV. That's fine. Finish your reek steak. We'll be back to gun you down and destroy your belongings later. Best actress in an audio parody! Drumroll, please! I'll put one in in post. <laughs> it's the Elizabeth Ascot, Padme, Amidala, and Coruscant. Knock, knock. Who's there? Amidala. Amidala who? Amidala Short, could you loan me a buck? <laughs> <laughs> Billy Crystal. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <show> wow. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the Whippy Goldberg of Re- Requiem of the Outcast. <laughs> She's not black or Jewish. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> oh, not again. Best writer for an audio parody goes to Jeff Roney for Tatooine TV. Hello, and welcome again to the Animal Psychic. My name is unimportant, but we do have very nice guests and a very interesting pet. Please come in, Mr. and Mrs. <clears throat> very good. People have a lot of trouble pronouncing that. Best mixer for an audio parody, Jeff Roney of Tatooine TV. What makes you the greatest pod racer of all time? That is a fascinating. I'm telling you, yes. Wow. That's a double wow. I give that to three wows. Yes. Best audio parody, Tatooine TV. Now connecting to the Tatooine TV signal. Initiating decoding sequence. Decoding sequence successful. Initiating download. Warning. Only audio portion available. Proceeding with audio download. All right, moving on, we've got best portrayal of an established film character. Uh, once again, Elizabeth Ascot for Padme Amidala Yay! from Rise of Nobility. Which she really did, really did a good job. It's hard to do a, a voice for a, for a female. I can't. Uh, <laughs> I apparently can't either, as some of our uh, <laughs> complainers have told me. I'm glad we got Dre Terrace this time. It's so much more challenging to take an important topic most people don't understand and make it interesting. And if you do that, Renili, you're sure to win. Little Miss Studious here. And now the People's Choice Awards for Audio Dramas. This is the serious stuff, folks. Best Original Audio Drama Character. It was a tie. We have Airless Duran, played by Clay Cronka from Second Strike, and also Shista Tialana from Second Strike, played by Kate Chappell. Moff, Airless Duran. He was one of the youngest figures in Palpatine's early Imperial court. After Grand Moff Tarkin presented the Tarkin Doctrine to Palpatine, Duran realized he'd found a kindred spirit in Tarkin and asked to be his protege. He served under Tarkin as one of his top aides until Tarkin was placed in full command of the first Death Star. When that happened, Duran took over as Moff of the sector including Ferrisol. With Palpatine's death, Duran began taking more forceful actions to maintain control of the sector. When Rose Bonder got St. Petches off Coruscant, it was assumed that the Empire would recoil. But instead, with Pestage's subsequent disappearance, the Imperial ruling council began consolidating their power. As they began fighting amongst themselves, Duran was one of the first mobs to decide if the time was right to stake his own claim. He declared himself Lord Duran and became the self-styled warlord of Ferrisol. He's made the world and surrounding areas into his own microcosmic empire and appears to be willing to use any means necessary to gain more power. And then there's Shista Tilana, Force Adept. Yeah, I know, I know, I don't trust Jedi. Not after the Clone Wars, and certainly not after Vader. But Shist is not exactly what I'd call a Jedi. She's force-attuned to something an old trader contact called the Dark Path, or Dark Side, or something like that. Her instincts are incredible in a fight. She's got some low-level telepathic and telekinetic abilities, and she seems to get better and better the angrier she gets. Some would call it self-destructive. 
but she wields it like a dark, raging force of nature in battle. She's also sporting a pair of the darkest brown eyes you'll ever want to see, hair the black of space, and the body of a martial artist crossed with a model. Let's face it, she's drop-dead gorgeous, which she's very much aware of. She feeds off the lusts of the men around her, and she's not afraid to let them know just how little she cares for their advances. Like I said, you'd have to have a lot of spirit, or be a full-blown idiot to even attempt to hit on her. He's making a move on her thighs, sir. He's... And you just have to really roll with your entire body like... Whoa! Horsebush. Get off me! You ever touch me like that again, I'll rip your ball back off and feed it... Next category is best use of music in an audio drama. And the winners are Christopher Hannell, Nathan Butler, Jen Armstrong, and Ian Bowie of Second Strike. The Republic sent in an invasion force led by several Jedi and took the planet back by force, killing its legitimate ruler, who was corrupt and evil for certain, but still legitimately in control. On my world, the Republic was more subtle, but the action was the same. Our world was about to put a strategic location in the hands of the Confederacy, and the Republic couldn't allow it. Where they had taken Brentall IV by military force, they took Rolgothi by maneuvering Republic sympathizers into strategic positions within the military structure, then declaring martial law and removing the High Council from the picture entirely. Sounds like they kept you from making the same mistake Brentall did, and spared you an invasion. <laughs> they violated our sovereign right to self-determination. Strategic or not, best interest of the Republic or not, it is our choice whether or not we remain within the Republic, join the Confederacy, or simply choose isolationism and advise them both to leave our world alone. Now our planet is run by Republic puppets, and even if it isn't the kind of tyranny some worlds experience in the hands of foreign powers, there are still those of us who regard any Republic force as a foreign colonial power, stifling our right to align with the Confederacy. Best mixer for an audio drama. We have Keith Abbott, David Jacques, and John Reeves for Rise of Nobility. In anthology. Would that be mighty Oak Butler? As a matter of fact, it would be. We want Mo. We want Mo. Mo Butler. Mo Butler. Nasty, nasty Butler. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some Mo Mo. Hey Mo. Hey Mo. <laughs> All the resistance fighters rounded up. I take it. Most of them, yes, sir. Most. Yes, sir. Most? 
We should take the pod back before it gets too cold. Best actor in an audio drama goes to Clay Kronka, who played Airless Duran from Second Strike. Yay! Second Strike by Mo Butler! Mo Butler! <laughs> it's a Mo Butler joint. Start <laughs> crossed lovers who just happened to pick a high-security installation even I didn't know existed as their preferred place to play hide the lightsaber. You're a pretty one. Luscious, long, blonde hair, striking gray eyes. Far too beautiful to be coupled with this dark-skinned scruffy fellow, eh? All right, we've got Best Actress in an Audio Drama. It's somewhere up here. Hold on. Hold on, best actress, best, best actress in an audio drama is Elizabeth S. Scott, Padme Amidala, in the Rise of Nobility. Does she ever wear an ascot, I wonder? I don't know, but this nobility sure seems to rise a lot. Congratulations. Yay, you won more than me. Apparently you don't have an annoying voice like I do. Oh, I only wish that was a word. I was stupid enough to get trapped here, so no one will die for nothing. All my friends in the transport are going to die. No one will find them in time because they're inside this place's shield. They can't be scanned. And the king's son is a robber and a criminal, and no one will ever find out because of me. It's all my fault. here, my parents were virtually nobility. The world was a model of democracy. Today, it's something else because of one man. And finally, to close out the People's Choice Awards. It's all over! The yeah, y'all don't 
so much venom. Best <laughs> audio. program made in Swansboro. That, you told people we live in Swansboro? No. <laughs> Did you <laughs> really? say yes. Swansboro? Yes, I said Swansboro. Wait, I'm wait, very proud of Swansboro. Hey, you do realize that of the three people that listen to this show, there is likely .0001 stalkers out there somewhere. I know. Now Mo Butler's going to come stalk me because I give him a freaking mighty oak. What's up with that, Rich? I think we'd hear him rattling along the fence. <laughs> And finally, the best audio drama, long form. Oh, dear God. Long form. <sighs> Saw that one coming. <laughs> From a very long, uh, mighty oak mile away. <laughs> of course, goes to Second Strike from Mo Butler and Christopher Hannell, who helped out quite a bit in the beginning. Yay, Chris Hannell! Yay! <coughs> Woo, Chris! Yeah, Mo! Way to go, Chris. Way to go, Nathan, for putting on go, for putting together one of the longest uh, and, and best audio dramas, Second Strike. Congratulations, guys. People seem to think this war ended when Palpatine died. They think that this war is all about some mystical force, Jedi and Sith fighting epic duels with old-fashioned laser swords. They think it's all about some kid named Skywalker. Well, it's not. It's about dirt, grime, blood. This is a real war here, not some damn space opera. And moving on to the most prestigious set of awards, the Fan Audio Academy Awards. The FAAAAAAA series is determined by an academy of seven Fan Audio Community members. None of these Academy members could have participated in any projects released in 2003, allowing the awards to be as impartial as possible. So the FA <coughs> members are impartial. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the FA didn't have any projects out uh, this year. Okay, great, great. Well, I feel very comfortable <coughs> with the FA. No, no, more, more from the back of the throat. FA. There you go. You okay. guys are free. <laughs> We're, are you saying we're farreeks? <laughs> yeah! Uh. <laughs> Alright, this year's Academy consists of Dan Boutte. Oh my god. Boutte. Dan Boutte. Boutte. I should have asked Nathan to pronounce it. Dan Booty. Let's hear it for the Boutte. Dan Boutte. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, it's a, a rich, rich, let's face it. It's Boutte. You know, it's it, Dan Boutte. You know, it looks like that, but you know what? I think we're just going to go with the, the last initial. Hey. So, no. There's some people. Hey. It's, it hey. probably isn't. If you know? you, if, because because <coughs> if you don't do it that way, we can't sit here and say, "Hey, let's hear it for the Boutte." And well, not he's be, not running. That's just it. He's a voter. Well, yeah, but he's. A, we might like the way he votes. That's true. But we don't know how he could have voted for us. Well, I'm going to assume he voted for us and yell, "Hey, let's hear it for the Boutte!" The entire time that we're doing this. If you feel you need to. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll, we'll try that again. Uh, the, the Academy consists of Dan B., uh, Teague C., Michael G., Michael S., Parker P., Jamie G., and Heather H. Mr. Brown and Mr. Pink. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently they were all voted by the Reservoir Dog. <laughs> Dan Brown. <laughs> all right, now. These, of course, all of these categories and projects have been voted on by the Academy. Okay, best radio show host. And the winner is Christopher Hannell for Digital Llama 2.0. Go, Chris. Go, Hannell. Go, Go Hannell. It's your birthday. Oh, well, maybe not. We're starting to see phantoms like Batman Dead End, very high end. Yes. We're starting to see people actually put their heads together with some decent scripts. Right. Yes. In a couple of years, is it totally out of the question to see a very nice episode seven? Honestly, what do you think, Jeff? I, episode seven, I would probably say no because the minute that Lucas got a hold, got a word of it, it would be shut down. You really think? Yeah. Now, a Rogue Squadron, very possible. A Rogue Squadron, uh, really nice. Yeah, Rogue Squadron, maybe the Yuuzhan Vong uh, war going on. I keep on. hearing Rogue Squadron tossed around as maybe a possible TV pilot. Yes, I've I heard that while at the ranch. So what? Yeah. 
Okay. No, 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 no. You, you don't just get by with a yep, and then we go on another. As a possibility, they said it, they're looking into it. Um, it may happen. And his reaction was? Well, uh, I'm sad that we didn't do as many shows uh, in 2003 as we did before. Um, but uh, it was a really good time doing the Gen Con episodes, and I think that that's what kind of put it over the edge. Best radio show composition. And the winner is Nathan Butler for Chrono Radio. Yo, Mo! It's, it's pretty cool. Surprising, but pretty cool. Bet you mean you want to read the next one? No, I don't, actually, because I didn't win! Well, it doesn't matter whether you won or Yes, not. it just, does! Just read it. Look, it doesn't, okay? Janine's a sore loser. my team because without my team uh, we wouldn't have lost as well as we had. Yeah. I really can't take this losing as my own. Uh, really we're all losers here today and I would just like to say thank you. <laughs> especially, we would especially like to thank uh, Mr. Butte. <laughs> and uh, you know what Rich I would like to thank you personally for allowing me for inviting me to be a part of this show so that I could have this losing experience. Really I couldn't, I couldn't take the full losing experience myself. I had to share it with everybody else. I knew my friends would take just as much joy in losing. That's well, why I just invited you guys to lose I mean, with I me. So, I, I can't remember the last time I lost at anything. This well, has been such a great experience for I think, me. I think losing is best when it's shared as a community experience. And really, there's nothing better than losing than realizing that there is a long trail of winners above you. Exactly. <laughs> we competed against, like, two people. And we lost. You know what? It was How an much honor. do we suck? I just have to say it was an honor just to be nominated. That's bullcrap. There was no one else to nominate. They had to nominate us. And what? You know what? Next year they won't because there will be other people and they don't want the bitchy Janine Garner on there. Yeah. We'll just read the answers even worse. Yeah. We'll just say that we won all of them. It doesn't matter. Then. We're the official show, so you got to yeah. deal with us next year, too. So yeah. <laughs> you know what? Make us win, and maybe we'll be nicer. <laughs> and then, then maybe you, not. You know what? It was really uh, Mo Butler, and i got to use the bathroom. You know, after reading an announcement like that, I oftentimes feel I need to use the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> In 1997, one film revolutionized the way we looked at Star Wars and the filmmaking power of the fans. Troops was to the opening hour of A New Hope what Rosencrantz and Guildenstern was to Hamlet, and was to fan films what the original Star Wars film was to science fiction, the spark that lit fires across fandom that would grow into their own projects. Since then, its creator has crossed from fan to paid Star Wars writer for Dark Horse Comics, with several stories in Star Wars Tales and the miniseries Tag and Banker Dead, returning to his humorous roots as if he ever left. Chrono Radio is happy to bring you this special interview edition with the grandfather of the fan film community, the one who inspired many, Mr. Kevin Rubio. And his reaction was... For best parody, best writer of an audio parody, we have Jeff Roney for Tatooine TV. Now, you three, what is your problem with the Emperor here? Full of the dark side, he is. Yes, he is. Yoda, you pipsqueak, how can you float there and say that? He has vision for the future of this planet system. And what about you, whiny Skywalker? Palpatine gave you power and direction for your life. And this is how you repay him? Well, it's... We are waiting, Annie. It's all Obi-Wan's fault. What? What? It is all your fault. you are. For Best Mixer for an audio parody, Jeff Roney of Tatooine TV. 
Tuscan Concerto in B Natural by Benjamin Starmamer. Come back later. I am running for governor. I need you to vote for me. Come back later. Do you hear me? Huh? Would you like to buy some Jawa Scout cookies? Oh, sure. Be right there. Best actress in an audio parody. And the award goes to Katie Tiskovich. Yay! Tatooine TV. Oh, mm-hmm. And wearing cinnamon buns on my head was a walk in the park. My therapist finally let me use toenail trimmers. And that freaky brother of mine kissed me. On the mouth. Best audio parody. Okay, I can't spell. Tattoo TV. Is that what it's Tattoo TV. Tattoo TV. It's all about baby. Hey, come here. I got the new Tatooine TV. I see your eyes lighting up. I knew you had discriminating taste. The audio is fantastic. The only problem? There's no video. Well, you want to hear it? Here you go. JRDOnline.com proudly presents Tatooine TV. And his reaction was I'm shocked, blown away, and humbled all at the same time. I. It's always been a dream to write stuff and follow it to through to completion, but also get it out to the people, and it's just, uh, it's just blown away to see the end result, and um, I'm just, I'm having loads of fun, even a 40-year-old, I'm having loads of fun, and uh, helping other people get their dreams of uh, doing audio work out there, it's just, it's just so much fun, there's so much more to do, but I am, I'm stoked. And finally, best portrayal of an established film character goes to... In all of his asthma-choking goodness, Ben Fletcher for his portrayal of Darth Vader in Resurrection. Yeah, yeah Ben! Woo! Yeah! Yeah! Go, boy, do it! Yeah! <laughs> if the information obtained by informants is correct, the rebels have arranged to pass the stolen plans to another courier on this site. The plans contain schematics for the Emperor's Death Star, the weapon we will use to crush this insurrection. I want either those plans or an absolute certainty. This is a false trial. And now we move into the hotly contested audio drama category. Ooh. I, I don't have to tell you that there was a lot of great entries this year, including Rise of Nobility, Betrayed Federation, which should have won a lot more, I feel. Resurrection, Second Strike, and five anthology episodes. And several of the awards to follow, winners came down to a tiebreaker, where votes of 3-3 three to three to 1, or 2-2 two to two to 2 to 1, ended up requiring a second round of voting among the tied front runners. I do kind of wonder how they would end up with ties, since there were seven people, but I guess that makes sense. And ultimately... The members of the Academy had to arm wrestle. Yes, they finally had to engage in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> small fire Mortal Kombat! Wasn't that one of the greatest movies you've ever seen? Absolutely not. Oh my no. gosh, I own it and I treasure it every time that I get to watch it. I'm just like, I have been blessed to live in a day and age where I can see such crap like this. <laughs> 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 oh, 
subject, I would just like to say that Mr. Boutet was able to overcome all of his competitors and win all of the contests. No, Mr. <laughs> Mr. B was he was voting, so he we don't know what he voted. Okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> and you know what? After all the tiebreakers were said and done, after all the smoke had cleared and the dust had settled, here's how the fan academy decided. Here's how the cards fail. Yeah, the cards fail. They fail where they may. All right, starting off with the the big stuff, we've got best original audio drama character, <gasps> Shista Tiolana of Second Strike, as portrayed by Kate Chapel. Shista. Way to go, Kate. Your Shista. Your Shista. As I was growing up, I started feeling different from other people my age. I realized I had some kind of curse, or gift your ignorant cultures, if you like. I didn't know what it was until I read some old black market texts years later that had escaped the New Order's purge of Jedi information. I'm attuned to this force of yours, but I can't seem to concentrate enough to get into the really strange stuff. All that light side garbage. But I don't need it. Meditate all you want, but when you're in a fight, brute force is far better than being able to sit still for hours or be at one with the universe. Whatever the hell that means. And her reaction was? Oh, definitely an honour. I didn't expect to get voted for, that's for sure. Because um, there were so many good people in it. The talent was just wonderful. Best use of music in an audio drama. And the winners were Christopher Hannell, Mo Butler, Jennifer Armstrong, Go and Ian Bowie. Alright! Way to go! Recently. All right, guys. Do you want to know whether Mo Butler won this or not? 
You know what? I am curious to see whether or not Nathan Butler could possibly have won something like that. Huh. What do you think, Ron? You know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure that Nathan Butler has it in him to pull off a win in a category like that. You know, he has won a lot. Will he be able to pull the win on this one? You guys are stupid. He won this one and the next two. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Captain Buzzkill. <laughs> no, Colonel. His injuries obtained on the field of battle in an act of courage and protection of the defenseless, as opposed to eye strain injuries obtained while sitting behind a desk for years, or lip infections from kissing ass for a decade of career climbing where... That will be quite enough from the both of you. And there be action. Is that my turn? Yes. Oh, was? <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that, that I guess if I came across as the one that got voted for best director this time, I must be hopefully on par with what I'm seeing from the other teams. Best mixer for an audio drama goes to... Oh, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> I told you he won the next two. I know. You killed the surprise. I'm trying to build it up. It's like, who could it be? Who could it be? Why, it's Mo Butler for Second Strike and Anthology! <gasps> Walker? Damn it. Tweeter, try to cut through the interference. All right, you Imperial scum. Let's play. To hear the Kremlin governor tell her, he was amazing out there. There were two of them against two dozen high interceptors, and they cleaned up absolutely outstanding moves. Maybe it was the fact that the imps sent fairly inexperienced pilots and weren't expecting any resistance, let alone a couple of veteran X-Wing pilots, but the sky was wiped clean. And you want to know what? We've got his reaction. And here it is. I almost feel like this is one award where I kind of, you know, can pop up my head and say, thank you, but then I almost want to, you know, duck back down again because I feel like this is one that maybe, you know, I, I hate to think that quantity... Um, one out over quality. I think I've done some pretty good work, but I'm not sure if I, not sure if I'm, if I'm yet measuring up. It's an area I still want to try to work on um, as I'm going along here. And the best writer for an audio drama, uh, the winner was uh, John Smith for. No, I'm sorry, that's Nathan Butler. I can see how you could get those mixed up. <laughs> yeah. The, the winner was Nathan Butler for uh, Second Strike and uh, Anthology. This is what you offer to the galaxy, Kai Taralan. This is your peace. The elements seeking violence are not pacified. They are not ever truly vanquished. They are not shown the error of their ways. They are held at bay by fear of the might of the Jedi, just as the Jedi are wary of their evil ways. Two sides, ready to vanquish the other, but held together in a balance of mutual deterrence. You cannot hunt them all down without society clamoring for your heads as you tear through world after world, weeding out all those who do not fit your ideals. And his reaction was? I think this, this, one, this is the one that I feel probably the most proud of. If, if that's what they chose, then I feel like I definitely put in the work uh, to feel like, yeah, I can, you know, I can take it and smile and, you know, puff the chest out and all that good stuff and... And, and, and go right along with that one. You know, I just have one question. How was it that he was able to win for two different things? I don't know. I mean, he, he won, he won Best Mixer and Best Writer for Second Strike and Anthology. Well, I guess they were ties. Maybe those were ties. They were mm -hmm. like, I would just give to him since he's going to win anyway. You know what? We should have won. For Best, for yeah, best we should have won for Best drama. Writer yeah. for Audio Drama. Hello? Did, did you not listen to our third episode? <coughs> hey, was there, drama, there was drama in that. You're right. When we were taken over by corporate America. And we had to fire Will, the disembodied voice. fire poor Will. Who, well, by there, the was, way, there was a drama queen anyway. Because what? I said there was a drama queen anyway. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about Rich. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And now for the big six. <laughs> the Big Six. The Big Six. Best Supporting Actor in an Audio Drama. Goes to Brian Bassetti. He was the bartender in Doubt's Cast and Jortilana in Dreamscape. That's six, pal. Even a Gamorrean can't handle much more than that. I'd suggest that unless you want to be slobbering like one of them, you quit while you're ahead. Another. The drunk is always right. 
And his reaction was... It feels pretty darn good. It's a great way to wrap up a really fun project. I just had a blast doing it. I'm just really amped. I'm excited. And the next category is Best Supporting Actress in an Audio Drama. And the winner was Nathan Butler. For <laughs> hey, this really is rigged. <laughs> no, 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 I'm sorry. It's uh, Kate Singleton. Come on, people, let's go. Get those weapons online. Weapon emplacements are active. Valken, get your people out of here. We can help. Stopping Flash Death comes first, Valken. If we don't make it, just make sure Durant doesn't get his hands on that virus. Alright! Best actor in an audio drama would be Matthew Gordon for Cal Sidarsis and Kai Taralian. Second strike. Dream escape and responsibility. I had not believed that a man could change. I had not believed that love could be born of one who had once learned to hate such violence. But I was wrong. The living force has been served. The search for justice on my home world is over. But for me, the search for answers to the doubts within myself begins. And that will be the most difficult task of all. This is Kai Torallen, en route from Borash.
30 minutes. I'm really boring. Folks, it's come down to this. If yours happens to be exactly 30 minutes, you're screwed. The final categories, the most important, the big two, the ones we've all been waiting for. Yeah, the big picture of things, it doesn't really matter. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who they could go for. I know the tension's building. Now, we've got a lot of choices here. We don't really know who could win. I know because I'm looking at them, but you guys don't. I have a feeling. You have a feeling. I, I, probably on that feeling? I probably need to go to the bathroom, too, then. You may have to after we announce the winner. <laughs> could it be Mo Butler? <coughs> it could be. I believe we'll find out here in just one moment. Best audio drama short form. And the winner is, everybody all together, Nathan uh, Butler. Butler. Mr. Butler. Mo Butler. For responsibility. A smuggler must be without conscience, without morals, and without a cause. Getting a sense of galactic politics is a bad career move. Let them fight it out. As long as there are still things that are illegal, there'll still be a need for smuggling. That's job security at its finest. And his reaction to the surprising win is... category is the final category is the big category is okay is it big because it's the long form yes it's the long form oh okay it's big long it's a mighty oak you might say <laughs> what oh oh oh, 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 oh. and the winner is the winner is oh, the winner the winner it's, it's second strike oh When a weed threatens to overrun a garden, you pluck it out. When an animal is a menace to the rest of the village, you shoot it for the sake of the villagers. When a man has become more than a sadist and less than the god he believes himself to be, you shoot him point blank in the head and smile as what's left of his brain spins through the air in surreal slow motion. Some would call me a sadist for harboring such thoughts. Others would call it righteousness or at least justice. The promo voice in the back of my mind doesn't call it anything. It just tells me that this is what has to happen. And their reaction... Is and you know, come on, let's face it. Do we really care? <laughs> We've heard more from Nathan Butler than we do when we listen to his radio shows tonight. <laughs> and you know, with a lot less cursing. <laughs> with a lot less cursing. That's right. It was a lot cleaner this time around. We were a family-oriented show. We're really disappointed when we realized we weren't going to be able to do it as a film. So to be able to see it realized in any form whatsoever was really was really great. I guess the last thing that I would just want to say about the, the 2004 uh, Fan Audio Awards, be it People's Choice or, or the Fan Audio Academy Awards, be the Fan Audio Academy Awards are going to wind up coming back next year. So if you are in the mood to put out some kind of Star Wars Fan Audio project, be it a parody, a radio show, an audio drama, make sure you get it out there. Make sure you put it out there. Anything that, that is released between January 1st of 2004 and December 31st of 2004 is going to be eligible for the 2005 awards probably held around the same time next year. So so get it out there. We're, we're listening, we're paying attention, and uh, and we do want to recognize the efforts that you're putting in there. So, you know, get out there, do something if you want to do something, and uh, you, you've got the audience. I would just like to say that this has been a thrill to be able to actually host the first annual one. No, we did not win. No, we're not bitter. Maybe it was a thrill for you. Yes, we suck. And what? yes, we are bitter. Speak for your freaking self, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to lose. We'd just like to say thank you for, uh, for everybody's uh, participation in the fan audio community. This has been the first year that StarWarsFanWorks.com, the home of Star Wars Internet Fan Audio, has been in existence. And so far we've seen quite a few uh, very good... Um, 
additions to the family. And we've seen quite a few others that we know will get better and better over time. Yeah, yeah. And we'd like to thank you for listening to our show. We'd like to, I, I personally need to say something. I'd like to thank my fans. Um, you mean fan, are, your fan, right? If there are any left <laughs> at this point, because I'm so mean to them. Um, but I'm only mean to those that I love, so y'all know I love you a whole lot. Yeah, she beats the junk out of me every day. <laughs> yeah, I do not right. beat the junk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that didn't sound too good, did it? Feels <laughs> <laughs> like she's being pretty nice to you, actually. <laughs> categories that I'm afraid may have won due to lack of submissions. To those people, I say, let's get out there and let's make more. You know, we want to have lots of quality, but we want to have a lot more. Now, we want everybody to go out there and do their best and try to put out more so we have more to do, to uh, listen to, to to talk about on the awards show and throughout the year that we can talk about on our show, Requiem of the Outcast, which comes out monthly at StarWarsFanWorks.com. Just like to say thank you to everybody who participated this year. Of course, StarWarsFanWorks.com has only been around for a few short months. But we know that in this next year, for the 2005 voting year, that we will have, and I know that next, this year is 2004. However, these awards will act, these awards were 2004. So the next awards will actually be 2005. My God, this is turning into a millennium argument, isn't it? Um, that the uh, next year's awards will have a lot more to choose from. And that's all we really want, ladies and gentlemen. We want everybody to go out there and have fun. These awards are mainly to acknowledge the hard work of others. But we also want not just quantity, quantity but quality as well. So if you are putting work into uh, fan audio, please do your best, and you will have a shot at all these awards. I know we're going to try a little bit harder. We're going to be releasing some new bits. I don't and know about so you, but I'm not trying any harder. I don't <laughs> care. Yeah, we lost well this year. And we if plan you on losing suck... Next we will find you and let everyone else know that you suck. <laughs> All right, so uh, we've got the uh, we've got the the mob faction over here. <laughs> <laughs> no, the militant Star Wars fan. <laughs> but we just like to invite everybody to go out there, make lots of audio stuff. But I'm not bitter. <laughs> Send it into StarWarsFanWorks.com. Nope, I'm not bitter. <laughs> Nathan has special programs set up for your hosting needs through Nexus.net and as well as you'll be able to get an interview when if you sign up through StarWarsFanWorks.com and Nexus.net, you will have an interview on either Chrono Radio or Requiem of the Outcast. And the best part is that you will have a shot next year for the Star Wars FanWorks, whatever the hell this is called. Crap, what is this thing called? Fan Star the, Wars, it's, 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 it's a fan audio oh, academy awards. That's a, <laughs> and so next year, you too will have an opportunity to participate in the that's right, the Fan Audio Academy Awards. Woo! No fall! <laughs> A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. It is a period of civil war. The Dark Lords of the Sith, led by Darth Bane and Lord Khan, have won a hard-fought victory against the Jedi forces of Lord Hoth. Now, they descend upon the planet Dagobah, uh, where even now the forces of light prepare to face their own demons not before battling this. the darkness to come. Little do they... Can you believe this? <clears throat> little do they know hey, that... Nathan, I say, can you believe this? Dude! What? I'm trying to be all narration-like here, and you're discombobulating my dramatic juju. What's your damage? Site's not working. Again. Let me see that. Dude, I'm telling you, it's not working. Hang on. A, uh, Rich? Yeah? Mm, yeah. It's not working. I don't know why you even bother with this free web hosting crap. Look, you've got banners all over the place. Pop-ups and the space and bandwidth they give you makes Warwick Davis look like Peter Mayhew. <laughs> Whoops. Lost me on that one. 
It's minuscule genius. Yeah, well, I'm not paying enough to buy a new BMW for hosting, man. We'll deal with it. And if you can't get your new project online when it's done because your web provider sucks? Okay, yeah, then I'll have a problem. Have problems you will not. If Nexus.net you use, yes! Yoda! Nexus.net? Well, let's check it out. Looking for a great web host you are? No further you look. Check out Nexus.net. Oh, wow, man. 1995 a month for a year of this small business package. Uh, 20 gigs of bandwidth, CGI scripting, 450 megs of space, 30 email boxes, FTP access, up to 30 MySQL databases, SSL, and up to 30 subdomains. Hey, hey, this one might fit my gal pal's little site. Gal pal? Hey, shut up and act excited, will ya? Yeah, 0.5 gigs of transfer, 20 megs of space, email and FTP access for 4.95 a month on a yearly plan. That's less than I usually spend on lunch. All these packages, I don't know which to go for. You think the big one? Forty-four ninety-five a month on a yearly plan for 35 gigabytes of bandwidth, 550 megs of space, 100 email boxes, 10 FTP accounts, 100 databases, SSH, SSL, static IP address, 100 subdomains, and CGI scripting. Yeah! Dude, do you even know what half of that stuff is? I have no idea what this stuff is, but hey, with this price, I'll learn. But if your project really starts to kick some tail and we need some more? Easy, that is. Yes! Nexus.net will customize a special plan just for you. And the bigger the site, the bigger the discount you get on hosting. Size matters not. Not according to a female, Sparky. Tell other fans about this, you should. We are. Right now. Hi, this is Rich Siegfried. And Nathan Butler. From StarWarsFanWorks.com. We hope you'll consider Nexus.net for your hosting needs. They maintain many well-known sites like Chud.com. And even wannabe prima donnas like Nathan here with StarWarsFanWorks.com. Who host a lot of big files by people like Rich with tiny brains with heavy traffic. And they're also the host for StarWarsWithAZ.com. We've had great luck with the Nexus.net service, and now we want to pass along the word to you. But that's not all, is it, you shameless promoter? No, it's not, my able-bodied sidekick in plugging. Star Wars fan audio creators who choose to host their files on a Nexus.net account. Which gives you a great hosting deal. And us, a new member of the fan audio family. Will be guaranteed an on-air interview for the project creators on either Requiem of the Outcast. Or Chrono Radio to help you promote your project to new listeners. Yeah, it's not as good as, say, a chance to win a new car or something. But it's our little way of saying, hey, Nexus.net comes with our highest recommendation. That website again is Nexus.net. That's N-E-X-C-E-S-S dot N-E-T. They can spell net. Shut up. <laughs>